In this episode, we will be discussing 8 different brewing methods you can try from the safety of your own homes to enjoy a good cup of coffee. We will also be talking about their processes, general taste notes, and pros and cons. We will also quickly discuss a few key coffee-related terms, the difference between immersion and pour-over brewing, and the basic equipment you would need to start brewing coffee at home. second episode of Conversations Over Coffee. My name is Martin and to my virtual left is my co-host Brian. Hi guys, this is Brian. Welcome to our second episode of the podcast. So Martin, kamusta? I'm, I'm doing good. Medyo hassle lang na we're going back to ECQ. Actually, we're as of the, as of recording, we're in the first day of ECQ again here in Metro Manila. Ayun nga eh. So I guess Medyo guys, stay at home, stay lang, at home ulit, lang talaga tayo. Everyone, please stay home. Please wear masks. But at the same time, even if we're at home, we can still enjoy the wonderful thing we call coffee. Diba, Brian? Coffee. Stock up muna kayo sa coffee. Stock up. And just for, and sakto for this episode, what we'll be discussing is different ways you guys can enjoy coffee at home. Um, we call this home brewing, diba, Brian? Yep, home brewing. Home brewers. Home brewers. Shout out to the or Facebook group, Coffee Home Brewers. Uh, you guys should join that. Shout out to lahat ng home brewers uh, out there. So before we get into the meat of the discussion, which is the different ways of brewing you can do at home, mainly we're going to be talking about eight kinds of brewing. Um, I think, Brian, we should first introduce a few key terms or and concepts that we're going to be talking about in, in regards to the different types of brewing methods we're going to be discussing. So yun yung tinatawag na variables. Yeah, variables. Diba? So I think you're the one who explained it to me. Like Coffee brewing is very similar to a science project wherein there's so many things yes. you can control yung mga yung mga variables nga sinasabi mo so one of our first variables will be grind size so Brian could you explain more on this variable we call grind size so what grind size is basically is yun nga the size of the coffee grounds it mainly affects the taste uh, I'll give you basic examples so basically when you grind very fine like powdery fine espresso you're gonna need a shorter time to extract. Uh, on the other hand, when you grind for cold brew, yung medyo coarse, mga size na ng rock salt, ganyan, you'd need a longer time to extract. So, that's the basic principles of grind size in brewing. Very interesting, ah. Eh? So, for different kinds of brewing, guys, you're going to be using different kinds of grind sizes. Um, and also, in relation to what Brian said, we're going to our second variable, which would be extraction. Um, so, basically, extraction is the amount of the coffee chemicals, flavors, notes, oils that gets taken from the coffee grounds into the water. So you can think of it as similar to cooking. If you undercook something, it's going to not, parang may kulang sa lasa niya. While on the other hand, if you overcook something, over when you yeah when you overcook something, it tends to get burnt. The same thing happens to coffee when you overextract. Produces the the very bitter, very woody taste that we're all familiar with with coffee. And when you underextract, you get something that tastes like coffee but is para may kulang lang talaga, di ba Brian? Sometimes it's sour, you know. Sometimes short finish, alam mo yun. Yung 
hindi ka mag-enjoy. Yeah, parang bitin talaga. Bitin. Alam mo, you'll know. You'll know yes, when it's yes. extracted. Medyo dull. Yeah. So, so, our next variable will be ratio. So, Brian, could you explain a bit more on what this is? So, ratios, uh, usually, it gets thrown a lot in the basic code brew terms. So, what do you use? Like, 1 is to 10. Actually, ratio is how much water you're putting in per gram of coffee. Basically, yun yung uh, amount of coffee produced, basically. So, ratios would mean how strong, how concentrated the coffee is. If higher yung ratio mo, less concentrated. If lower yung ratio, mas concentrated in taste. So, Brian, what do you mean by a higher and lower ratio? So, higher ratio is, is having more water per gram of coffee. Like, let's say for 10 grams of coffee, you put 100 ml of water. If you have a higher ratio, you'd want 10 grams of coffee to 200 ml of water. If you want a shorter ratio, you'd go for 10 grams of coffee and 50 ml of water. So, basic uh, proportions lang. Yeah, uh, how about uh, our next key term, which is temperature, Martin? Uh, please explain to our listeners what temperature is in coffee. So, I think everyone would know, lalo na COVID nga, everyone's monitoring their own temp- body temperatures. What temperature means, um, it means the same thing in terms of coffee. Um, it's usually the the heat of the water. Um, this would affect how much extraction happens within the coffee. So if the water is hotter, there's a tendency for the water to extract more from the coffee and in a faster amount of time. While the colder you get, you will be able to extract less well, not less, but different chem- different chemicals, different flavors, and for a longer time from the coffee. So you have your you have your cold brew, which usually takes six hours, six hours and above, and then you have your brewing methods that in- that involve hot water, such as pour overs, which can use be usually done in five minutes. And in extreme cases, pa yung mga instant coffee in mere seconds make up na ba? So our next variable will be agitation. So Brian, you're up. Please explain what agitation is. Uh, so agitation is the external factor used in order to extract coffee faster over a period of time. Wow, medyo science. Medyo what agitation is? It's in the word already. Kapag ina-agit mo siya. Ina-agit. For those of you... For those of you who know the term agit, alam nyo na dapat yung agitation. But agitation is uh, when you disrupt the coffee, the coffee slurry, wherever it, whatever it may be. Like, let's say in a, in a pour-over dripper. When you swirl, let's say... It's an external factor, so you agitate it with an external force. Or when you use a paddle to scrape off the fines on the side, or you kind of just swirl it after the last pour, that's called agitation. So it's essentially moving the coffee, diba? Moving the coffee, yeah. yeah. Which, when you pour, it's also agitation. Pero ako, I use the term agitation for when I do it externally, like with an external force. But yeah, yun, agitation is basically the disruption of the coffee. Alright. Um, so for our final variable, which is we had a difficult time being able to actually define what it is. So please bear with medyo, us. Medyo exciting though. This is yeah. a bit Very medyo exciting So though. our last yeah. variable is um, what you call body. Um, this is what you would, this is what we call the mouthfeel of the coffee, diba Brian? So we can't really put it to words what the mouthfeel is because you'd, you'd hear people say, oh, this is a very light coffee. This is a very well-bodied coffee, diba? And the closest thing we could actually think of to describe this is um, sinigang because you have two different kinds of sinigang, diba? So usually you have the the one that's light, yung malagnaw na sinigang, diba Brian? And then ano yung yeah, nilalagay clear. mo? Oh, yeah. the clear one. And then ano yung nilalagay uh, mo para lumapot siya? Yung gabi, the taro. The taro, yeah. So, 
that's oh. how that's the best way we can try to explain it to you guys so um, a light mouth feel is sinigang without gabi so masarap pa rin siya it's, yung, it's light yung medyo clear yeah yung clear talaga clear. alam mo yun eh oh, you'd know if you've eaten sinigang and then uh, a well-bodied coffee would be similar to drinking sinigang soup with gabi gets tama diba Brian yeah. oh. without 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 the tidbits. Without though. the tidbits. Oh, like <laughs> no, yeah, very, don't expect the tidbits. Very. Basa na durog na yung gabi and it's mixed with the soup na. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Basically thick consistency. Yeah, consistency. Though. Yeah. Thick and thin. Thick and thin. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Those are the main variables that we'll be using to discuss the different kinds of brewing methods. Our next topic for discussion will be the two main types of brewing. So you have your pour-over brewing and immersion brewing. And I'll be discussing what immersion brewing is first. Immersion brewing is basically when you have your coffee, your coffee grounds, and then you're steeping it in water for a period of time. It can be cold water, hot water, room temperature water. And as long as it's always in contact with the water, it's immersion brewing. So with these types of brewing, you can agitate. As Brian mentioned earlier, you can... Stir it with a spoon, a paddle, anything. And these types of brews mainly produce more bodied brews due to the oils being extracted from the coffee, due to it being submerged slash immersed in the water. So an example of this type of brewing would be the French press and cold brew brewing. Next up, we have pour over. So Brian, could you please explain what pour over brews are? So pour over uh, or drip, uh, wherever, whatever you call it. I, I call it pour over. Uses gravity to move water through the coffee to extract. So basically, you just drip coffee into a dripper and you just let gravity do its work. And of course, the hot water. Uh, pour over brewing method produces clear flavors and notes due to the presence of the filter. So as Martin said a while ago, uh, in immersion brewing, you get to extract the oils. Super full-bodied siya, kumbaga thick nga. Uh, as compared to pour-over brews are relatively lighter. Even the thickest pour-over brew is still lighter than a regular French press brew. So an example for pour-over is a Hario V60. Very basic. So now that we've discussed the two main types of brewing, we're now going to move on to the basic and advanced equipment you can have at home so that you can start a home brewing setup. Martin will start to explain the basic equipment. So when we mean basic equipment, these are the essential equipment you need to have just to be able to brew. So of course, you'd be needing coffee. Um, we'd prefer if you would have whole beans, cause these, cause um, once you grind the beans, it all yun na yung pinaka best state niya, freshly ground beans. So if you were to use old, not old beans, but pre-ground beans, um, it would taste a bit more stale compared to freshly ground beans. And in line with that, since you have uh, since you have whole coffee beans, you'd also need a grinder. So you can buy a blade grinder or a burr grinder from Shopee or Lazada um, really depends on you but essentially you just need something to grind your coffee beans. Next of course you'd be needing water and then finally you'd be needing a brewer so what do we mean by brewer? This is the device where you actually brew your coffee and so an example of this would be a French press, um, a pour over dripper, a coffee machine, anything where anything you can use to be able to extract the coffee. Um, so now that we have your basic equipment and the ones you need to make coffee, at least, um, Brian's now going to discuss the advanced equipment if you want to take your coffee appreciation to the next level. 
So, Brian, take it away. So, for the advanced equipment, I'll be just stating two very basic, basic pero advanced, area <laughs> uh, equipment that I consider advanced if you want to take your coffee to the next level. So, the first is a scale. Uh, just like in science projects, no, before sa grade school and high school, you'd want to be as accurate as possible, no? Tama ba, Martin? Yes, yes. So, dito yung, dito na papasok yung ratios, di ba? Like, the amount of coffee you use, even the water, di ba, Brian? Uh, with that given, no, if you already throw in terms like ratios and kailangan mo na ng scale, uh, the good thing with the scale is you can use it also in the kitchen and Alam mo yun, kapag nagda-diet ka, ngayong ECQ, nagpapakaganda ka ng katawan, <laughs> bumili ka na lang medyo maganda-gandang scale. Tapos, di ba? Yung may timer pala. Uh, it's not essential. The timer isn't essential. You can it use a phone it or helps. a stopwatch. But uh, workflow-wise, it really helps. Na, nag-start din ako dati sa scale lang na ginagamit ko nung nagda-diet ako. Medyo hassle siya. Kasi inoon ko pa yung phone ko. Tapos kapag nag-sleep yung phone ko, medyo may inis pa ako. Kasi... <laughs> Alam mo, Mawawala ka. So, yun. Basically, a scale with a timer is nice. Um, secondly, a thermometer would be uh, an advanced brewing equipment. Sometimes ako, when I visit Bella, my girlfriend, in Alabang, I use her kettle without a thermometer. Uh, since ako medyo advanced na ako, natatimingan ko na kung ilang minutes of the boil ganitong temperature dapat. But, yeah, if you want more precise brews, lalo na kung Nag-invest ka na sa magandang beans, yung masasarap na beans, o bigay ni tita, ganyan, bigay ni tita na beans, <laughs> you want to impress. Mag-thermometer ka na kasi it really, it's a make or break for me. Um, yeah, off boil, that's true, like that's true. 99 degree water as compared to kahit 95 man lang, ibang-iba yung kalalabasan. But this is also relative to the roast profile. So we're gonna talk about that in future episodes, all the geeky stuff. So, but now, yun, for the newcomers out there, yun, scale and thermometer. Side note I suggest lang, you get it. Side note lang, guys. Oh. Hindi bathroom scale yung gagamitin nyo. <laughs> oh. Wag, wag, yun. yung mga, wag yung mga Xiaomi, ha. Medyo wag, maganda yun. Wag yung mga nag just google You can just search sa Shopee or Lazada coffee scale and you'll find lots of worthy ones na. Around 600 yeah. pesos, okay ka na dun. Okay so, yun. yeah. We've covered um, the variables the main types of brewing, and the basic equipment you would need to start brewing. So, I guess we should dive into it, Brian. So, we'll be discussing... Coffee brewing methods, no? Yeah. Eight types of home brewing coffee methods you can do at home. So, the first one, I'll start it off na rin, um, is instant coffee. So, you might be thinking, bakit instant coffee? Is that considered brewing coffee at home? Well, yes. It actually is, in my opinion. Because it's the most common and accessible type of coffee you can get at home. So you have your 3-in-1 sachets, your yung mga Nescafe na coffee granules. And when I, I did a bit of research into it, and it's very interesting how these types of coffees are made. So it's you have your brewed coffee na sa mga factories. And then apparently they super dry it. So they have you have dry you have dry you have spray drying and then you have freeze drying. I don't want to get too technical into it. But basically once it's super dried, it turns into powders. And that's and that's it. That's your instant coffee. All you have to do now is just add hot water, stir, and you're good. My coffee kana. So for these types Simply. of Oh, simple, simple, instant, instant coffee. So for these types of brewings naman, yung mga instant coffee, usually these, yung coffee on its own, yung walang sugar or anything, it's usually very bitter. 
So this is the usual taste we associate with coffee. Um, but of course, you have your flavored ones. You have your three-in-ones. Yung, yung favorite ko nga, yung coffee ko Blanca, which has a lot of creamer and sugar into it. Masarap siya. It gets the job done. So in terms of pros and cons, it's very easy and accessible. I told you guys earlier, it's very quick within seconds. Just add, just add water, stir. You have coffee na. But yung con saman dito is there's lots and lots and lots of sugar. Lada na for us Filipinos, we we have a very sweet taste palate. So the instant coffees we have here in the Philippines were catered to our Filipino taste by adding lots of sugar, lots of creamers, and then there's some added chemicals in it that increase the flavor of the instant coffee, but at the same time take away from the essence from the coffee essence of it. But yeah, it Kung gets the job done. Coffee, no? Oh, it's just a lot of sugar. But yeah. then again, it gets the job done. Masarap siya. Gets you awake. Yun yun. It's instant coffee for you guys. Um, next up, Brian will be talking about the coffee machine or the coffee maker. Yeah, so the coffee maker or the coffee machine is basically what you see in most homes. Yung usually black or white siya na may pot na, na may glass server, diba? Tapos... Actually, uh, now that I see it, it's basically an automatic pour-over dripper without the technique. So, that's a coffee maker, actually. It's a kind of drip brewing, yun nga. And the process of making coffee in a coffee machine is it's automatic. You just put the filter and then the coffee grounds. And then, you just put water dun sa... Usually, it's a reservoir of water. And then, you just... Click one button, push one button, and then after a few minutes, ayun na, uh, there's your coffee. Uh, the pro, uh, the taste notes pala, muna. The taste notes is, uh, usually, it's very bitter. Uh, I would say, yung extraction niya is a mix of over-extraction and under-extraction. We'll probably discuss this in another episode, how you can get an over-extracted and an under-extracted cup at the same time. But basically, yun siya. Uh, it, yun nga, like what Martin said, it gets the job done. Uh, in ako personally, this is the lowest I can go with coffee. Like, if I had no choice and I wanted a caffeine kick, uh, coffee machine na, yung pinaka-basic na I would go. Uh, the pros of coffee, the coffee machine is that it's very accessible. Uh, one touch ease of use. Yung cons naman is you have zero to no control. So, but uh, when we were talking about this episode, I mentioned to Martin that we have a lot of advanced coffee machines na now. But we're going to discuss that in further episodes pa. Or if you guys want us to discuss that, uh, please just message us. We'll make sure to have an episode about that. So, that's a coffee machine for you guys. Uh, now we're going to move on to the French press, which is going to be d- explained by Martin. So, Brian, I have a question for you. Where do you think the French press was invented? Alam ko yung sagot eh, pero I won't be corny. So, sasabihin ko, sa France. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just had to get that out there. So, yeah. Hindi ba sa Italy? Hindi, labo. French press or sa Italy, ginawa labo. Hindi, <laughs> narinig ko yun. Hindi ba? Oh, uh, oh, okay. That's a question. Uh, that's a thing for you guys to research and yeah, maybe con- you can just drop it down in the comments. Yeah, the conversation so. starter. Where was the French press made? Because yes. apparently, uh, Brian thinks it's from Italy and I think it's from French. I, sorry, from France. <laughs> from France. <laughs> from France. 
So yeah, uh, so basically the French press we see it everywhere. Uh, it's basically a glass apparatus with uh with a plunger attached to it, and um, and usually it's a metal strainer. So as I mentioned earlier, this is a kind of brewing method that is um under the umbrella of immersion brewing. Pretty sure most of us have seen how this is done. So first of all, you have you have your coffee. Um, if you have a scale, you measure it, measure how much coffee you need, grind it, and then. Um, you fill up the the French press with hot water, and then you make, and then you add your coffee grounds, and let it steep. You let it steep, tama, diba? For around three to five minutes. That's how I usually take mine at home. And then when you feel like it's done, all you have to do is just press down on it, and there, voila, you have a good cup of coffee na. So. Sabi nga nila no, Mart's basic. Basic. Dali lang siya. Isipin mo. Dali lang. Dali lang siya. Pipindotin mala. Okay na. So what that does is. It actually just separates the coffee grounds from the water. So usually, taste notes for these types of brewing, yung mga French press. Um, this is where you get your more full-bodied brews. Yung mas kumbaga if you're to think about it in sinigang terms, mas maraming na nadurog na gabi, very um it's a bit oily. Um, this is mainly due to it being an immersion kind of brewing, kasi nga there's so much the coffee and the water stay in contact for a long time. Dun nalalabas yung it extracts more oils from it basically. Um and also for this by the way, um you'd need coarser grinds for this para lang hindi para lang when you strain it, um hindi sasama walang mga stray coffee grounds that go into your mouth when you drink it. So pros and cons of this, um it's easy to use as I mentioned earlier, but it takes uh, a bit more time to brew. Five, five as I mentioned 3 to 5 minutes siya. And then yung cons, it's not very portable in a sense na you can just put it in your bag this you can go wherever you want kasi since it's made of glass pwede rin siya mabasag eh. but yeah I, I'm a fan of the French press it's very easy to use lalo na kapag ayoko na mag-isip masyara sa umaga so that's the French press for you guys and next up the mocha pot Brian will be discussing this take it away Brian so before I start with the mocha pot no, uh, one con also of the French press na I personally see is ang hirap niyang linisin Oh yeah. But maybe for other people, say. yeah, for maybe for other people madali lang. Pero yeah, for me, I don't usually brew with a French press cause ang hirap ng linisin. But yeah, moving on to the mocha pot. Uh so the mocha pot is basically um as I call it, uh, faux fr- espresso. Uh it's a for me it's a long shot of espresso like madami siyang tubig. It's very creamy when done right so you know basic but uh the mocha pot uh the procedure is basically you just put the hot water uh on the bottom part of the mocha pot kasi para siyang chamber if you've seen it may chamber siya sa ilalim and then sa taas dun dun siya it will pressurize due to the heat sangat siya so uh then after that the hot water is yun nga push through the coffee grounds and exits the top. Uh, taste notes is full-bodied, uh, very creamy. Usually, yung mga bagay na beans dito yung mga Brazil, which are very usually nutty, chocolatey, ganyan. Yan ang mga bagay dito na coffees. Uh, pros and cons. Uh, the pro is ease of use nga, and very durable. And also, it's portable. I've seen people... Uh, with mocha pots na parang kasing la- laki lang ng cellphone eh. Yung mga smartphone ngayon. On the go seven, lang talaga, no? Inches. On the go lang talaga. Like, uh, ako nakakita ako sa Instagram ng mga videos, yung mga, yung mga travel goals, alam mo yun, may mga 
burner sila, tapos may mukapat sila, relax lang sila sa mountain. Pero yun nga, ECQ tayo ngayon and so, bawal, we have to bawal. stay safe and we have to stay disciplined. So, coffee home brewers lang nila. Baka next year, sana next year, maging coffee mountain brewers kami for one episode <laughs> ni Martin. <laughs> But yeah, yun. Uh, the con is danger during use. I've I've heard people um have stories of their mocha pot exploding, ganyan. Actually, tita ko parang three weeks ago sa Italy siya sumabog. Sumabog daw yung mocha pot. Thankfully, walang nasaktan. But yeah, ngayon, ayaw ko nang lumapit sa mocha pot namin. But, kapag brand yun naman yung mocha pot <laughs> nyo, just make sure, oh, just make sure na bantayan it's fastened. Oh. Oh, bantayan mo lang uh, and you'll be alright. Kasi nga, may, nga uh, may, may heat, heat involved eh. May pressure. And pressure. Open fire involved so medyo oh. delikado siya. Yeah. So, Brian, um, yun, quick question lang before we move on. For mocha pots, what yeah. kind of grind size would you want to oh, use yeah, for, for this? Mocha pots, I've seen people uh, do grinds na pang filter pour over so mga table salt or brown sugar size but if you really want the bang for your buck I'd go for an espresso grind so these are usually very uh, fine na no parang very powder-ish. fine I, I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't say exactly espresso grind kasi minsan hindi maganda yung pasok o hindi maganda yung tamping mo actually wala siyang tamper eh. uh, tampers yung pinapang siksik mo ng Mm-hmm. Um, support the filters espresso so basically a bit coarser than espresso grind if you want something na ano na very thick and rich yung kumbaga strong nga sinasabi ko full bodied diba parang gano'n full, full bodied, bodied. kumbaga oh. maraming gabi full... yung sinigang <laughs> oh maraming gabi sa maraming sinigang maraming gabi yung sinigang so next up we have your we have our siphon brewer brewing siphon yeah. oh. I think Brian would like to take this kasi meron siyang ganito sa bayan it's a very interesting yeah. brewing method actually may kwento din ako dyan before we start uh, it's it was my one of my first brewers uh, pinab- I I asked my grandmother for us to buy a siphon for the house kasi parati siyang may bisita. Uh, this was like two years ago. So, wala pang uh, pandemic nun. Uh, safe pa. Uh, yun, I asked her to buy also because I was curious about brewing. And also because ang dami niyang guests and gusto ko na masarap yung coffee nila. So, yun, it was enjoyable. But then, ngayon, display na lang siya sa kwarto. <laughs> so, Now, to move on with the uh, specifics, no? basically, the siphon uh, is a big apparatus. If you look at it sa uh, mall, pag nakakita ka ng siphon doon na binibenta, para siyang science ano? Diba? Mga siyang pag-science talaga. It, parang the oh, best way I can describe it is two, it's, it's an hourglass. Parang ganun. Yeah. Talaga yung naalala ko ang, ang third year high school, pag nakikita ko yung siphon, uh, I'm sure most of the people listening din, maaalala nila yung part ng high school or grade school nila kapag nakin- pag nakita nila yung siphon. No? But, yun, yeah, it's really artsy and also sciencey. That's why I, I bought it also in the first place. Uh, usually, you use a Bunsen burner o yung mga nakikita mo sa Starbucks sa serve yung mga beam heater. Yun yung mga pang-impress, eh, no, Marts? Sipin mo, punta ka kay tita. Tita, I have a siphon. I have a siphon Watch brewer. Me. Pero, yeah. pa- pero parang hassle siya gawin, di ba? Kasi it's, it's very bulky. It's very bulky. Oh. Yun nga. Parang so, hindi siya 
hindi siya pang impress. Uh, except pag nasa bahay mo. Uh, hindi mo siya pwede bit-bit everywhere. Uh, so, Brian, could you take us through how you brew through a siphon? Using a siphon brewer? Uh, yeah. So, the basic procedure is, yun nga, you heat, you heat up the Bunsen burner. Uh, ano, you put, you actually, you put water first dun sa bottom part. And then, i-align mo siya sa Bunsen burner. Para talagang science project. And then, you heat it up. After nun, you just put the coffee grounds on top of the top chamber. Tapos may filter yun. Nakalock yung filter. So, yun na. Nakalock yung filter sa gitna, di ba? Sa gitna. Para siyang may vacuum eh. That's why it's a hybrid mm-hmm. brewer. It's it's easier to explain kapag uh, you see it in action. Eh. Eh. When you see it in action. So, mag-YouTube na lang kayo guys to for you to see it better. But basically, yun nga. Uh, you just heat it up and then Uh, it's also a hybrid eh. Immersion and also a vacuum. So, immersion, kasi pag angat ng tubig, it goes into the second chamber, di ba? The, yeah. the upper so, chamber. The second chamber. And then, naka-immerse siya for a few minutes. And then, when you cut out the wa- the heat, so you take off the heat sa ilalim. Oh, So, mag-vacuum siya because of the heat. So, ang lalabas na cup is very clean, very creamy, labas lahat ng flavor. And it's very sweet usually. Kasi nga, mataas yung temperature mo. The grind size you use here is uh, relatively coarser than filter, than pour over. But not as coarse as French press. So, mga in-between. Like, just a bit bigger than brown sugar, ganyan. But not as big as rock salt. Wait, Brian. Before we move forward, may sinabi kang it's a hybrid. So, you have your immersion brewing and then you have the vacuum. What does the vacuum effect yeah. do? I think the niba siya parang um it's immersion brewing and because of the vacuum created by taking away the heaters ilalim, it becomes a sort of pour over ba. Yeah, parang ganun. So, oh, yung thickness ng immersion tapos biglang i-filter out mo siya ng cleanliness ng pour over kasi nga walang walang matitirang mga oils masyado mm. since you also filter it out with usually it's a paper uh, with a cloth filter pala sorry so clean pa rin siya pero mataas yung body niya so that's why I said it's creamy so yun nga it's a hybrid between like a an immersion and a pour over tapos yung pros and cons nito ah uh, yung pros nito is yun nga sobrang ganda niya sobrang guwapo niya guwapo nga niya and it's <laughs> Oh, science art, <laughs> lahat na, uh, hype. Very lahat good conversation starter siya. Oh, parang pag may i-impress ka, tas dadalin mo siya sa bahay mo, yan sa talag- iPhone pa lang, yan talaga lalabas mo. Na. Tapos yan na. talaga lalabas mo, na brewer. Tapos sa Then, dapat masarap muna yung coffee. Ah, oh, dapat masarap coffee. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yun. Pros, it's, it looks really nice. And um, you can actually have a lot of recipes with uh, siphon. Actually, my siphon championships, my world siphon championships, uh, and it's interesting. No, nanood ako ng isa nun sa YouTube. Ang ganda nun, ang galing nila tignan kasi para silang mga artist and at the same time, barista. So, yun. Uh, yung cons naman is it's really large and fragile. Like, I think this is the most fragile uh, equipment that I, I own. It takes up a lot of space. And it's hard to clean and the temperature most of the time is uncontrollable. So, yun. Uh, kailangan din hindi mahangin sa lugar mo if you use the Bunsen burner kasi 
Baka mamatay yung apoy. Mamamatay yung apoy. So, yun. Ang daming cons, but you usually get this for a reason. Funny lang na naging first brewer ko siya. But if I had a chance to rewind, I wouldn't get this as my first brewer. Tapos at oh. the same time, there is always an element of an open fire and heat eh. So, ingat lang talaga tayo parati sa mga ganyan. Oo, oh, ingat lang talaga. Ingat lang talaga. Yeah. And so, so, so that's uh, siphon brewing for you guys. Yeah. And next up is yung pinaka-usong... Well, di naman usong-uso, pero is what I see on social media nowadays. Since it's ECQ. Since... Di naman ECQ lang, pero like, since it's quarantine time in general, yung cold brew. Like, every... Di naman everyone, but there's so many people who are starting to sell cold brew coffee and for a good reason. It's very easy to make eh. Patikim naman dyan sa mga nanonood na may cold brew. <laughs> De joke. Pengi naman, pengi naman. De joke lang. So... So you have two ways of making cold brew coffee. So you first have your cold cold drip cold brew. So this is basically a pour over drip, pour over slash drip method of brewing um, cold brew. So first, um, you'd need to slowly drip ice cold coffee. Sorry, not ice cold coffee, but ice cold water over your coffee grounds. And hindi siya simpleng um, just pouring it over the coffee grounds, you have to control the flow rate of the water. So, if I'm not mistaken, I think yung stat, not stat, but what I usually hear is one drop per second. So, that would involve buying an apparatus specifically for drip cold brew. As with the as with cold, any cold brew process, it takes a long time since it's cold water. So, as we mentioned earlier, since the, temp- the temperature of the water is low, it would take longer for you to be able to extract the coffee from the grounds. And yeah, that's it. So once you start it in five to six hours, you're done. Um, For in terms of grind size, what would we need for this, Brian? Uh, ang grind size natin for this is basically coarse pa rin siya. Uh, I'd say not as coarse as French press. So it's just a bit finer than French press grind. So a bit finer than rock salt, parang ganun. Hmm. Yeah, a bit finer than rock salt or you can go with rock salt naman uh ano na siya uh, this is all like grind size we talk about it now but for me it's all relative to your own experience yeah, kasi not all grinders are the same uh we I think we can have like 10 episodes on grinders no <laughs> pero very basic nga na grind size we're throwing out so just it's better to have a picture, like online. Uh, Google is your friend. Yeah, you can just Google oh. it, guys. Google mo girl. Oh. So, <laughs> you have your cold drip cold brew, and you have your second method of brewing cold brew, which is your immersion cold brew. So, I like to think of it as a... Para French press lang siya na matagal. So, in order to oh. brew it, in order to make this, you'd have to steep your coffee in cold water for around 12 to 24 hours. I was talking about temperature earlier. If you use cold water, it would take longer. But if you were to use room temperature water, this would take a shorter amount of time to extract the coffee. So, very big pros of this is it's easy to make versus the cold drip, cold drip, cold brew. Ang haba nun eh. Pwede siyang tongue twister. Haba. Kasi nga, you just oh. put it in a container, leave it for six for overnight. In the morning, may kape ka na. And it's, mm. it can, it can be stored for long periods of time. I think two weeks? Two weeks ata yun, di ba? Dep- uh, two weeks? D- depends. Depends, depends pa rin. Kapag naka-ref, oh, depends talaga. But one week more or less. Oh. Yeah. One and then, for both, so that's, 
a common characteristic of taste for these types of for cold brewing is um it's less bitter due to due to the low brewing temperatures nga of the water and then it's less acidic compared to your normal brews that's what that's one of the main draws of cold brews in my opinion yung less acidity niya diba so, so yeah that's yeah. it we have your cold brew next is the more exciting topics dito kami magga-try mag-hold back ito na. talaga ito na so i'm going oh, to try so na. i ask Brian to limit himself so let's see how much his power of control is so I'll let Brian take the lead <laughs> on the Aeropress. Uh, so Aeropress is basically a very, I think it's, I consider it as the most versatile brewing device I own. Uh, and I'll explain to you why. So it's an it's a hybrid of an immersion and the drip brewer. Uh, if you've seen an Aeropress, makita mo na it has a plunger. So from the plunger, basically, uh, you use force. Uh, and at the same time, Pwede mo rin siyang gawin na immersion. Uh, it uses gravity also and external forces. So, ang dami. Basically, parang lahat ng pinag-usapan namin kanina, kayang gawin ng Aeropress. I'm not sponsored by Aeropress. Actually, yung Aeropress ko wala sa akin ngayon. Wala. It's not in my house now. <laughs> I don't I haven't been using it. But I really love the Aeropress. Even cold brew, you can do with the Aeropress. One of the most so, versatile brewing methods out there. Oh. For me, if you had to have one, uh, if you were a beginner, like let's say you'd stick to one for uh, six months, ganyan, Aeropress yung pinakasulit. Kasi you don't need a scale. Kasi may markings na siya ng number. So you can just tanchameter. Tanchameter mo na lang siya. Tanchameter. <laughs> Oo. So, uh, tanchameter mo na lang siya. Tanchameter, sorry. Totoo ako. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, moving on. Uh, it's a very versatile dripper. Uh, brewer, yun, I, I really like it. Like, I suggest if you guys are thinking about it, like, kung nakikinig ka ngayon, and if you're waiting for a signal or a sign, this is the sign. The sign? You're na. waiting for the sign? Oh, If you're waiting for the sign, this is the yung sign. Ma- Go for it. Yung mga ganyang, oh. yung mga ganyang thoughts, huwag mo na pag-isipan. Bili- pikit ka na lang. Pikit ka na lang, tapos nandyan na sa'yo. Enjoy ka naman. Moving on to the process, uh, hot brewing may be done in two methods. It can be done by the regular upright method or the inverted method. Um, I won't explain na. Uh, ito na, holding back. This is me holding back. I won't explain the specifics on on how you brew. Kasi ang dami talagang recipe. As in, when I say ang dami, ang dami. So, talaga. dito padadagdag yung uh, variables natin. Ang dami pa talaga. <laughs> oh. And dami pa talaga. Uh, basically, I'll just explain like what a regular upright method is and an inverted. So, yung regular is yung plunger mo yung nasa taas and then yung aeropress mo, it sits on your server or your mug. Kapag inverted naman, kapag inverted naman, yung plunger mo yung foot. So, yun yung nakapakong sa table. Oh, babaliktad mo lang. Uh, that's as much as I will explain in this episode. Without, <laughs> but, without, without losing control. <laughs> Yeah, without losing control. So, yung pro, the pro of this is it's very versatile and mobile. Uh, ease of use. Uh, yun nga, sabi ko kanina, you don't need a scale, you don't need a gooseneck kettle, uh, you don't need a nice grind distribution, like, the very cheap grinder, pwedeng-pwede ka na sa Aeropress because it's very forgiving. Like, you can compromise on extraction by steering, ganyan. So, marami. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, 
Tsaka may pinagbabawal pala akong technique na sinasabi ko kung bakit hindi, uh, kung bakit okay lang na walang goose ni Kettle. Kung gusto nyo malaman yung ipinagbabawal na technique na yun, just DM uh, Conversations Over Coffee PH. Just give us a uh, just slide in our Facebook. DMs. Tapos papakita ko sa inyo. Oh, just to like extend the conversation. Sa inyo kung paano. <laughs> oh, wala siyang, you don't need to spend for this. Pero, uh, solid siya. Uh, yun, uh, moving back to the topic, yung cons naman is that it's harder to clean. Uh, it's not as hard to clean as like a siphon, pero it's harder to clean than pour-over dripper. Uh, it has plastic parts, so yung odor, kailangan mong i-manage. Like, huwag ka mag-iwan dun ng kakaground mo lang na, ay, kakatapos mo lang na, ano, na mag-brew, huwag mo iiwan ng one week. Next week nun, may ano na. Parang kakapit. na. Hmm. Oh, kakapit na. Tsaka may mold na, baka may tumubo na dyan. So, kailangan, <laughs> you know, very, so, so, kailangan malinisan talaga siya. Probably, one of the things na I got frustrated with when I started is yung workflow timing. Madaming loose parts yung AeroPress. So, it's a con for me sa start. So, if you're starting out, uh, have a routine Uh, ilagay mo in one place. Kung nasa table ka nag-brew, ilagay mo in one place yung chamber. Ilagay mo yung stirrer in one place para ma-memorize mo siya. When it becomes muscle memory, kahit nakapikit ka, alam mo na kung saan mo nilalagay. So, para mahabol mo yung gusto mong brewing time or yung technique na ginagawa mo o yung recipe ni ganitong champion, ba diba? So, yun. Uh, that's for AeroPress. Uh, basically, AeroPress, go for it. Um, so, now we move on to the pour-over dripper uh, to be explained by Martin. If you guys didn't know lang, kaya lang ang daming sasabi ni Brian is because he con- he actually competed in the AeroPress Championships. So, fun fact lang about him. He's very passionate about the oh, AeroPress fun. talaga. So, finally, we're here. The moment I've been waiting for. Um, I won't say I'm an expert at the pour-over, but this is the brewing method I really love. Um, so, let's go through how you do the pour-over first so that we can get into the nitty-gritty of it. I'm gonna control myself then. So, <laughs> pray for me. So first off is <laughs> hashtag uh hashtag self control batayo or hashtag control tayo. Hashtag, ano ang hashtag natin for this hashtag self control tayo hashtag self control. Oh hashtag self control. So for the pour okay, over, so... I think that's self explanatory. As I mentioned earlier, it's one of the two main types of brewing. So first of all, you'll ha- you'll be needing hot water, a uh, dripper. So usually this is the Hario V60. This is what we see a lot. Um, a paper filter, uh, hot water in a gooseneck kettle, preferably a gooseneck kettle, so that you can control how the water, f- how the water flows, how high, how low. Next is optional, but highly encouraging scale, and then a thermometer. So, oh my god, I'm ako. <laughs> so... Mahirap na ba? Mahirap, Sabi mahirap. Sabi sa'yo eh. Mahirap Tumatawa ka kanina. Mahirap po. Eh. So, so here. Uh, so, Jen, I'll quickly go through it para di ako ma... Whew, okay, nahirap na. So, first of all, you have to grind your coffee. So, it's usually a, a medium fine grind. Medium to medium fine grind. So, I think table salt is a close um, just close comparison for this. So, next is... Um, you put your paper filter inside your V60 or whatever dripper you have at home. Next is you get your kettle with your hot water and you rinse it over the um, over the filter just to get the paper taste out of it. So once you're done with that, throw the water. Hey, sorry, you have to put it over a what? Uh, you have to put the dripper over a cup or whatever server you're using. Sorry. <laughs> so there. So once that's done, you just put the coffee grounds in, level it a bit, make sure it's flat. That was 
Ah, oh, this is really hard. Okay, fine. Uh, so now you just you literally pour over your water. Brian's laughing at me, guys. I'm sorry. This is really hard. So you just pour <laughs> over your hot water over the coffee grounds and let gravity do its magic. So eventually, it will just go down on its own. And then, presto, that's it. Once all the water is out of the brewer and into your cup, you'll, you'll, you'll you find... Are. There you are. Oh my god, this is so hard. <laughs> but yeah, basically, that's it. I'm gonna stop myself there. So that's, that's a very rough method slash process of how you can do a pour-over coffee at home. So, okay, this is the easy part. So taste note. So as I mentioned earlier, pour-over... Di- Pour over brewing usually produces very clear notes. Kasi nga, we mentioned earlier, as compared to immersion brewing, the oils being extracted, instead of going into the coffee you're drinking, it would go into the paper filter instead. So that's where the body goes. And you end up with a very a light, parang, parang sinigang na konting gabi lang. Actually, parang sinigang na walang gabi. Um kind of texture, mouthfeel, slash body. And then, this is the type of brewing I love the most because this is where you act, this is where I personally am able to tell the difference between all the notes listed sa coffee bags. Struggle to. Oh my God. Okay. Kumbaga, kumbaga no, Martin, lahat ng arte lahat ng arte nakikita mo. Natitikman lahat mo talaga siya. Lahat ng arte sa beans, natitikman uh-huh. mo talaga. Uh, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Ayun, We ayun, can ayun, gusto ko na rin makisali. Oh my God. Gusto ko na rin makisali, uh, pero... Tara, Brian. Go over time na tayo. Tara. So, oh. <laughs> whew, stress to. So, basically, that's it. Uh, go over the taste notes again. It's a very clear cup in terms of flavor. You can taste everything. Depends on how you brew it, of course. Um, and then, there's less body. Uh, it's very, it's a very light cup of coffee. Uh, pros and cons. So, pros here, um, you have so much to, con- you have more control over the entire process of brewing. So, ang daming variables na, aside from the ones we mentioned earlier, na agitation, um, grind size, ratio, temperature. Aside from those basic ones, there's so many more you can control with the pour over. And then two, the second pro, which you can see as a pro and a con, is there's so many, there's so much more equipment you can use. Um, in terms of kettles, you have different types of kettles. You have different types of drippers. You have drippers made out of wood, made out of plastic, made out of ceramic, porcelain. Nako, tigil nako don, but yes, madami. madami. Uh, <laughs> okay, there. Okay, and then in terms of cons, man, this is a very if the AeroPress is very forgiving. Itong si pour over naman is not so much. Actually, it's not forgiving at all because if you make one mistake with any of your variables, if you, let's say, use 98 degrees Celsius of water instead of 96, it could produce a very different cup na. So, it takes practice and once you get into it and get the hang of it, as Brian mentioned earlier with the AeroPress, as long as you get a routine, hopefully you get to taste more and more of what kind of coffee you want and then it's downhill from there. Yeah. For me, practice lang and fun, no? Just, at the end of the day, kahit anong gamitin mo, if uh, any of the brewers, brewing methods we mentioned, at the end of the day, enjoy, have fun. If you don't diba? enjoy it, find something else, diba? Find something else. Or, and also, ano, like, fun fact lang, before we end this episode, is that it's better to take notes. Yes, once, so, if, for, once if you, if brew, you look to get into it yeah. talaga, take yeah. notes. Take notes. Uh, Take notes, uh, the specifics, all the variables we mentioned. Just take note. Kasi, uh, when you have data, you, you'll, 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 you can backtrack 
you can easier. you can review see where you went yeah, wrong review. see what do you think what things you can change see what variables huh? keyword variables oh and then when when you encounter another bean of the same origin like like let's say a kenya you'd know how to generally brew it kapag mahal yun hindi ka na magsasayang ng isang hindi ka magsasayang para lang magcalibrate alam 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 na alam ni Martin yun alam namin yun pareho I think and dami nating nasayang na cups before just by de ba just by calibrating the coffee so calibrating that's another episode so so that's it for our second episode guys so today we talked about the different kinds of home brewing you can try we mentioned eight um you have your instant coffee your coffee machine cold brew the coffee siphon the mocha pot the French press, the AeroPress, and the pour-over slash drip coffee. So guys, that's so, it for our second episode. Yep. We hope you enjoyed this conversation we had. Uh-huh. The plug-in title. This has been Brian. And this has been Martin. And we look forward to future conversations and even more coffee. We out! out. We would like to thank our good friends Joseph Gregory for our soundtrack and Julia Padilla for our cover art.